Hello and welcome to the Lou Review. This is your host Rosa and tonight I'm here with Troy King and Troy I think you have your fingers in a whole lot of different things right? So <laughs> I do, I um, do. As we get Probably to know each many. other <laughs> as we get to know each other let's wind the clock back sure. and so how did you get into the food industry? Um, so what's crazy is, is so I'm a retired police officer. Um, really? from uh, Georgia. Oh. Cooking, I was cooking when I was 15, 16 years old at fast food restaurants. And uh, now I'm like cooking that same style food that I cooked when uh, I was 15, 16. And so it's real down home food, huh? Well, all it's, it's you know, greasy spoon, <laughs> uh, uh, nothing fancy, but we call it fancy food fast. So, um, so that's how I originally got into it. And then after I left the uh, law enforcement, I didn't really know what else to do. And I wanted to cook. I like cooking for people. I like seeing their reaction. And it's mm -hmm. even better when you get paid to do it. So. Right? <laughs> when you can do something you love and get paid right. for it, that's the, right. that is so, the goal. Yeah. So I moved to Louisville. Um, it was either here in Nashville. I moved here specifically because uh, the Louisville food truck scene was pretty non-existent. And what there year was, was that? That was in like 2008, 2009. Oh, okay. And there were a few few food trucks that were uh, here. And uh, I came here, I worked for one, and uh, immediately knew that that's what I wanted to do. Um, and so I started working as a uh, manager at a restaurant on Barstown Road called Tom At a brick and, and mortar. At a brick and mortar. I'm sorry. Because uh, I, I needed to make money. It was called Tom and Chi. It was a grilled cheese restaurant. Uh, and uh, then I met my wife. <laughs> I met my wife online. Mm -hmm. And I had the plan of turning a bus into a food truck. Ooh. And uh, when I like met her. the biggest food truck. Right. Yeah. So I used to go out on Barstown Road at Eastern Parkway. And I paid someone to film me. And we would stop, buses would stop to pick up people, mm -hmm. and we would jump in front of them. And then he would film me saying that Louisville, I'm going to bring uh, oh the first bus around oh my. to uh, Louisville. Well, and what so, did you just promise in the city? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so after that, I, I met my wife who was helping me. I was cooking in a tent. Um, uh, the first place, official place that allowed me to sell food was the flea off market okay and that was when they were on the street mm. in nulu and uh, um they allowed me to do that and uh i had a tent a cooler and a blackstone grill there you go and uh then i met my wife and my wife being the good girlfriend was helping me <laughs> and one day we were coming home from florida i want to say or atlanta and she asked me what my plans were for the upcoming year. And I said, well, I'm just going to keep um, selling food out of the tent. And she says, I'm not helping you anymore. Oh. She says, you need to get a food truck. She's like, this is slave labor. Oh. We got to unload the truck. We got to cook. Then we got to load the truck. We got to wash the dishes. And mind you, she she won't be mad at this. My, wa mm -hmm. my wife can't boil water. Okay. She doesn't want to even know how to cook. Right. She has cooked for her 
son, but that's about it. She, and she is very happy now. That so she he is, should feel very special. He should feel special. <laughs> yes, he should. And so... Uh, what a good mom. I didn't want to get a food truck because I really just wanted to, like... I, I wanted a bus. And yeah. so I felt like, oh, if I get the food truck, I'm not going to... Mm-hmm. But we turned around, we went to Florida, mm-hmm. and we... Uh, got a custom-made food truck. Whoa! And uh, brought it back to Louisville, and that was June of 2014. And it wasn't a up. bus. Okay. No, it was a seven-by-nine, a seven-by-10 trailer, uh, and we got uh, a big truck to pull it, and we opened Pollo, a gourmet yeah. chicken joint. We were the only fried chicken food truck at the time. We wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. And so we were successful. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, year and so then and what uh, year was this in? that was 2014 okay and so in like november of 2014 when the food truck season was kind of dying down i told my wife that i wanted to go get a bus mm-hmm. and she was she approved it mm-hmm. and she said yeah sure whatever because i think she didn't think that i was going to oh. and i think maybe three or four days later i called her and i said hey I'm on my way to Orlando to pick up a bus. I'm actually in line at TSA. I'll see you in a couple days. Oh, my gosh. And uh, That's amazing. I bought a TARC bus-style bus, yeah. bus uh, and drove it back from Orlando to Kentucky. Um, I learned how to drive it on mm-hmm. the way here. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> at least there's a whole lot of, like, straight open miles. Hey, as long as you don't have to turn. Right. As long as you don't have to turn. <laughs> and, uh... We built it and turned it into a food truck. Wow. And so at one time, we had the largest food truck in the country. And then what was it? Was that for Pollo? That was for Pollo. Okay. Uh, we took, it was a 40-foot bus. We took the front 17 feet of it and turned it into a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And the back half of it was a dining where you could sit in it and eat. So that was your dream come true. That was it, yeah. You had arrived I, I, already. I, I was... Yeah, I was I was feeling myself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That's knee slapping in case you can't tell. That was knee slapping good. So So yeah, so we did that um and uh, then we had a food truck stolen. And the small one I hope. The small one was okay. stolen. Yes. Okay. Uh, and that big one's too big to steal. Yeah, right? no one could drive it but me. My Nobody wife, she wouldn't even back it up. Uh, she wouldn't even. <laughs> and so that is when I was forced to learn how to build a food truck because back then it took like twelve to fifteen weeks to get a, another trailer made, and we had mm. events coming up. Mm-hmm. So I went and uh, bought a handicapped school bus. Okay. And turned it into a food truck. And then I started doing it for other people, mm-hmm. and my wife was like, "My you wife started building food trucks for other businesses." Right. And my wow. wife is an accountant, and she was like, "You're making too much money, and we're gonna go to jail because <laughs> uh, you're They're not." They're gonna think we're money laundering. Right. And so <laughs> we she need to like, move to the Ozarks. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, "You gotta turn this into a business," and I was like, "I don't want another business." You gotta pay taxes, man. And so. We opened up Derby City Mobile Kitchens, and so we build food trucks. So I was traveling the country. I was food trucking and traveling the country, buying school buses, bringing them back to Louisville, and turning them into food trucks and then selling them. Mm. Um, Got tired of the traveling part, so then I switched to trailers. So now if you want, you can bring me a a bus or or truck, and I will turn it into a food truck. 
but we buy trailers and we turn them into food trucks. So we've been trying to hit the first to do it on a lot of things. We're the first to build food trucks here in Louisville mm -hmm. privately. We uh, we even had a food truck that had a stripper pole on it. Um, okay. <laughs> we didn't put the stripper pole on it. It was, mm. a, it was a pink, already there. It was a pink school bus that I bought in Illinois. It was a party bus. Okay. And at one time, my wife thought that she wanted her own food truck. Uh -huh. And so I bought it, and I brought it back, and I turned it into Selena's Taqueria. That didn't last long. Oh, okay. But it had a stripper pole on it. Uh -huh. And my employees were like... Was that more of a barrier to them moving around in the truck? You had, to, you had to walk around it, yeah. but my employees were like, we should keep it. And we should okay. say, hey, we're the only food truck in Louisville that has a stripper pole. Mm -hmm. Well, it was and, there. And we were. And uh, <laughs> that gained some notoriety because someone came and asked if they could buy it. There you go. <laughs> and I sold it like two weeks later. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, for two weeks we had a food truck with a stripper pole on it. Okay. So, if you, we could brag about that, yeah. Yeah, first so, in a lot of things. So, so yeah. what are what are you working on right now? You have you own Six Forks Burgers. I, I own Six Forks Burger. I own Fry Daddy's. Mm -hmm. uh, Fry Daddy's is in a little. I'm getting to the point where I'm getting so busy mm -hmm. that I don't know if I can um, focus on two restaurants at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Um, I might sell that concept, Fry Daddy's. It's a French fry concept where we take French fries and mm -hmm. we put all kind of crazy meats on them and yes. cheeses and sauces. So it's like a loaded fries Exactly. Like everything on the menu is some version of loaded fries, mm -hmm. basically. So we, you pick your fry. We have two different fries, which mm -hmm. one is a steak fry, one is a crinkle cut. Oh, okay. Then we have like eight or nine different meats, brisket, mm -hmm. pork, chicken, fried chicken, vegan chicken, steak, snow crab lobster oh um, and you can put that on there and then we have like 12 different sauces so you could like virtually like eat a different one every day That's fantastic. and then we don't have small medium and large sizes okay. we have big mm -hmm. and bigger <laughs> that's good <laughs> let's not pretend to your people <laughs> yes you know why you came yes. here mm -hmm. so um is how is the menu at six forks then so six forks is burgers uh, all different kind of fries, all different kind of, uh, we have uh, different types of grilled cheeses, but our grilled mm -hmm. cheeses are triple-decker. Going back to your original experience with exactly. grilled cheese, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, we have some Chicago-style food, so we have Chicago hot dog. Okay. Uh, we have Chicago uh, Maxwell Street Polish, um, and we do wild game. Um, so really? we we have mm -hmm. Burmese python, we have camel. We have a burger that has four different animals in one patty called the Beast Burger, which is bison, elk, wild boar, and wagyu. Mm -hmm. Then we have a wagyu patty. Mm -hmm. We have camel, um, bison, salmon, turkey. Uh, oh, a salmon burger. And, that sounds good. I don't mm -hmm. know if an alligator. Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah, so we we it's a it's a very big menu. My wife tells me all the time that we need to shave it down and I tell her you're asking me to pick between my children Aww. so I can't shave it down. I give birth to burgers. Yes. yes. I did <laughs> take chicken off the menu but that was purely mm -hmm. because chicken's gotten so expensive mm -hmm. and we are a burger place so mm -hmm. but yeah so. You can't get rid of the burgers. That's no the burger no place. no 
So we're focusing on Six Forks. Mm -hmm. um, I just became the CEO of the Louisville Food Truck Association. Ooh. Uh, now, so what does that entail? Is that like an association that's like, is this a paid position for this association or is it all volunteer? It should be paid, but no, it's not. <laughs> um, um, so it's a volunteer thing it's for a the volunteer. community of food truck owners? Right. And so right now we have like 35 members. Uh, I'm looking to increase that to maybe 70 by the end of the year. And that's 35 individual food truck In, businesses. Individual food truck businesses, yes. Um, and uh, basically, uh, you run the association and, tr and try to advocate for food trucks. Mm. Uh, and we've had to do it um, government-wise. Um, the past president was Leah Stewart, who she, along with uh, Tammy Boudier, Robert uh, from uh, Reds, uh, Keith Bush, they were founding members of the Louisville Food Truck Association. Uh, they created it and uh, it's really become part political mm -hmm. because we ended up having to sue the city. Oh, wow. And myself and Robert Martin, uh, we sued the city in federal court mm -hmm. and the city decided oh, wow. to not fight it. So that got rid of the barriers of where food trucks could set up. Wow. Um, that was in 2016, 2017. Oh. Um, and um, so now my whole thing is is to expand on what Leah and, and those other founding members have, um, have built. And so I want to get COVID kind of knocked us out a little bit because we stopped doing food truck events, of course. Uh, so that's why my first thing was to get on track with doing a food truck event. So we're uh, going to do what we call a series uh, or create this series where we invade neighborhoods. Yeah, the food truck invasion. Food truck invasion. And so the first neighborhood that we're invading is mm -hmm. Stenzelberg. Okay. Uh, and, um, and how often do you plan to do this? So right now I'm looking to probably do another one in October. Well, we we are fielding calls mm -hmm. from neighborhoods. Yes, actually, definitely. Um, I know so many neighborhoods. They're always like and even cities. For a food we, we're even if a city wants us to invade them. Mm -hmm. um, and How so, many would go to the neighborhood? Oh, I, I you know so there's some parameters that we need mm -hmm. to meet. Uh, and you know it needs to of course be like neighborhoods that promote walking and Stenzelberg. You know, I, my restaurant is in Stenzelberg. I just couldn't believe like how many people walk mm -hmm. um whereas like where i live on east end mm -hmm. you have to have a car to go everywhere yeah, unless you're going to talk out. to your neighbors but people walk people walk to the post people walk to mm -hmm. four pegs uh people walk to the uh uh the um the smoke shop to to the bean mm -hmm. uh and all that and uh so that is kind of what we're looking if it's not a walking neighborhood, it's probably more like I like to take the food trucks uh, and put them in Fairdale, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Westport, uh, go to some of these outlying places, LaGrange, Prospect. The parks? Of course. Yes. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yes. Let's um, have them all in the parks. And, and so. And something other than just the ice cream truck, you know? Yes, yes, I yes. Need some food to go with Yeah, my ice you cream need truck. some ribs to stick to those bones. <laughs> That's what's up. So, yeah, so I'm. Hey, I go to the park, I earn it. I hear okay. you. I hear you. Yes. And so that's our first thing. And then our my other mission is to 
like we have a lot of food trucks in Louisville that we would consider we we call them jack leg, meaning that they're not legal food trucks, <gasps> but they operate food truck wise. Oh. They may do private events. Uh-huh. They may only do things at night, mm-hmm. and the problem is, is not most of them don't want to be illegal food trucks. It's just that uh, navigating the regulations and the paperwork and the health department, and then you got to go to the city. A lot of people become intimidated by that process. Sure. And it, you know, and it can be a lot, and so they just don't do it, but they want to operate. And so we are going to start a class to where and invite those food truckers that are what we call jackleg, come and take this class, and we're going to help you navigate all of that paperwork, so you be, can become a legal food trucker. Because the thing about being a illegal food trucker slash jackleg. You're missing out on a lot of opportunities because you can't be out there in the open doing things. And there's so many opportunities. Are there grants and things available to people who want to start their own legal food truck business? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, COVID, what's crazy is COVID did its thing Mm -hmm. negatively. Mm -hmm. But positively, it created a lot of food truckers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, for one was very very afraid when COVID hit and I started selling some of my food trucks off because I was like oh I need to be cash heavy I don't know what's going to happen my restaurant has no seating this mm-hmm. stuff. and I had to stop because we were getting more and more food re- mm-hmm. re- or requests from neighborhoods exactly because they couldn't go sit in a restaurant but they could walk up and receive food from your hands and take it mm-hmm. out to their house right so. and you know one of the biggest things that I noticed was that alright now housewives who cook Mm -hmm. were maybe cooking one meal a day or maybe breakfast Mm -hmm. in and dinner Mm -hmm. but now they've got these kids looking at them all day Mm -hmm. and these kids are sitting there eating all day and Mm -hmm. the housewives got tired or the wives got tired and it's like hey bring these food trucks in and you know, I was, we were going to neighborhoods and people were buying four and five boxes of food. Mm. And usually we would just give it to them in little paper trays. But now we got to give it to them in styrofoam boxes. Mm-hmm. And we got to have bags on our food truck because <laughs> they're taking it away. Yeah. And so food trucking actually exploded exploded because yeah. of COVID, if that makes any sense. That's what I've yeah. seen. Yeah. Yes. So when you were talking about how you felt like, you know, food trucking got hurt during COVID, I was like, oh, wow, that's not what I saw. Yeah, no, no. I felt like they were coming out oh, of the woodwork. Yeah. I miscalculated right? it mm-hmm. big time in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of it is a lot of people who could not go to work mm-hmm. or lost their jobs, mm-hmm. they cook. Yeah. They cooked as a hobby or they were always the one who was assigned to cook this or cook that. And, you know, one, I, I the restaurant closed and I exactly like, but I have this truck here. I, I, I built a food truck for a guy who uh, Mr. C's Cheesecake. Yeah. And he works. I some, met him at the farmer's market. Yes, he, I love his jars of cheesecake. Yes. And yeah. that was built out of COVID. I yes, mean, it was. He works a, a real t- job and mm-hmm. it's probably going to get to the point where his real job is going to be food trucking only because he's in Kroger, mm-hmm. he's here, he's there. And so a lot of people <laughs> became food truck entrepreneurs because of COVID. And so, you know, it got to the point where um, that did wonders for the food truck industry, mm. period. And so now 
it's time to get back organized mm -hmm. and get all of these people legal and uh yeah let's and, wow. and expand and so my biggest goal is to have just as much have Louisville Food Truck Association have just as much power as the Kentucky Restaurant Association. Well, it seems legit. Yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. do that. So that is that is my goal, to put us in a position to where, you know, and already politically we feel that we, you know, uh, there's still a lot of cities out there, mm -hmm. Shively, mm -hmm. that says food trucks yeah. can't come. Oh, and we're really? Gonna, we're going to have a conversation with them sure first hey you know what we it's all about this interpersonal connection yes right sitting down with real people mm -hmm. making eye contact and having a conversation yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah you can make so much progress once people understand each other big time big yeah. time and you know we, i'm in a very what i feel advantageous position because some people would say oh well you only advocate for food trucks that's not true because I'm a restaurateur mm -hmm. as well. So mm -hmm. I care yeah. about the food industry as a whole. Right. But you can't just pick up your brick and mortar restaurant and take it to people where they are. That That's and what the trucks are for. I've always said, and this may, uh, me being a restaurateur, I, mm -hmm. I, I can say this now, but I used to always say if a brick and mortar was worried about a food truck, mm -hmm. Maybe that brick and mortar needs to take a look at their menu. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because there are so many limitations that a food truck has. Mm -hmm. And even though there are food trucks out there making amazing, amazing food, we still have limitations on that truck. That's true. Even on my truck, people will go and look at my menu mm -hmm. at my restaurant mm -hmm. and say, hey, can you make this on your truck and bring it? And I'm like, no. It's just not portable. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. Not I can't, on this scale. Yeah, yeah, I can't have all of these different meats and all that. And so even me, who I have the meat sitting right there, or I have the product, I still don't have the room on the truck no. to be putting all of these things. So There's a reason you need that big old building to yes. put all the food in. Yes. So Six Forks, your brick mm -hmm. and mortar, did I hear it had something to do with your children, the name yeah. of it? Yeah, so we have six children. Mm -hmm. um, when my wife and I met... Our whole connection supposedly mm -hmm. was that we didn't want any more children oh, and okay. that we were going to um, her son was 14 15 and uh, once he went away to college we were gonna buy a food truck mm -hmm. and an RV mm -hmm. and we we're gonna travel the country selling food okay. and running marathons mm -hmm. me making the food of course mm -hmm. and her running the marathons because okay. she's trying to run a marathon in every state and run off all your good cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> she wasn't going to not eat your good no, cooking. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. So God had other plans. Mm -hmm. So she ran a, uh, this race called the Goofy. It's in uh, mm -hmm. Disney. Mm -hmm. And it's where you run a marathon one day, or half a marathon one day, mm -hmm. and you run a full marathon the next day. Mm -hmm. And she was complaining about her body. And we really don't listen to her complain because she pays money to run. Right. And she asks for all of that pain. Pain. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. But we got back to Kentucky, mm -hmm. and lo and behold, she was six weeks pregnant. Oh, my goodness. And she ran yes. a mini and a full marathon. And a full, yes. I looked at her, and I said, listen. You're married to Superwoman. You know that, right? Yeah, but Whoa. I wasn't looking at it like that. I was no. 46 at the time. Oh. 
having a baby. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I said, if it's someone else's, I am cool with that. <laughs> we just need to get his social security <laughs> number so he can pay child support. <laughs> and of course, that was not the case. Uh, wow. It is definitely mine. It looks like me. It acts like me. Uh, which is not good for my wife, of course. Unless it can cook too. Is this a boy or a girl? It's a girl. Okay. Uh, can she, she cook? She can cook. She can do just about anything. Okay. Yeah. She wants to do everything that daddy wants to do. So. And then you had four more? And so we have five more. Oh. So, so I had four. Together. Six together. I had wow. four. My wife had one. And then okay. we have what we call the Oops Baby, wow. which is Addison Apple King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And she's six now, mm. about to be seven. Um, and what's crazy, another product of COVID, uh-huh. because of course she couldn't go to school. No. So she grew up in the restaurant yeah. and knows every aspect of the operation. Mm. Every aspect. Oh, wow. She's da- going to be a mover and a shaker when she grows up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Down to the fact of she has fired someone. <laughs> yes, an employee stepped on her foot and she fired mm. them. And I've never said that you're fired in front of her, so I don't know where she got that from. Um, her innate leadership ability. Yes, yes. Mm. But she has her own little trailer. Mm-hmm. It's called Addison's Tree Shop. Oh my gosh. And she sells so cute. DIY uh, root beer floats. Mm. She oh. gives you two scoops of ice cream and a can of soda oh. and um and she gives you a spoon and a straw oh my gosh yes. that is so she cute. knows the uh she knows what money is uh-huh yes and so. so yes and so um so we're getting ready to now buy her a, her own bus and we're going to turn that into Addison's Street Show it's going to be a short bus like it's your gonna first be, bus it's going to be a short bus handicap bus yeah uh, That's going to be so adorable. Yeah, so pink and red are her colors. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so. Okay, my daughter is 100% going to fangirl over her. <laughs> my daughter is six, and she definitely wants to have her own restaurant. We yes. call her Chef Stacy. Yeah. So she's going to have to meet your daughter. Oh, yeah, get them started sure. young. I mm-hmm. mean, she she is definitely, definitely going to be a boss. Um mm-hmm. She's already your boss, right? Well, she is. She and she will tell you. She will tell you that she is the boss. Oh um, But she wants to do everything. Um, I hog hunt, and so she wants to go hog hunting. And I'm gonna take her uh, probably in January. I'm gonna take her hog hunting in Texas. Okay, you just blew my mind because I didn't really realize that still happened. Because like I think Old Yeller when you say this. No. Did yeah. you watch the movie Old Yeller? Uh, yeah, I have. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Do you crawl up in a tree and lower a rope down like um, in the movie? No, ours is a little bit more, a little, little bit more dangerous. Uh, more dangerous. Yeah. So with we, your six-year-old, we hog hunt in Texas, um, and in Florida in the Everglades, mm-hmm. and so we uh, we just came back from. These are hogs with tusks, right? Hogs with tusks, yes. How do you catch them? Um, so you you, you shoot them. Uh, um, they are okay. So you track them. So you don't have to wrestle them to the ground. No, no. Uh, we have been given that opportunity to do, and uh, we don't. Uh, we don't do that. No, but in 
Florida, we hunt from buggies. Okay. Uh, you have to because there's also alligators and Burmese python snakes out there. Oh my goodness. Uh, where the hogs are. And so, uh, and so a dog tracks them for you and find them. And, uh, and we bring the meat back. I just gave uh, Chris Williams from Four Pegs. Yeah. I gave him uh, like a hog and a half. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he smoked it and up. And it wasn't and just an expression. It was the real deal. It was the real deal. I, 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 brought, a hog, I brought a hog and a half all the way from uh, Dallas, Texas. Well, you turned it into a community food experience, which sounds like your specialty. Yes. Well, Troy, it's been a pleasure getting to know you Same and your here. many different endeavors. Thank you. So I look forward to experiencing some of your food and pay attention to Lou Food Reviews on Instagram, and I'll be sharing when you have events with your food trucks in, when you're invading neighborhoods. Yes, thank you so, so much. All right, we'll see you in the next one. All Bye. right.